Out of your heart flows streams and rivers, places and moments in time that we have been ordained to walk in. There's like in all the past history, there were men and women that God raised up for specific times. They were a voice that cried out, that cried out how good he was. They were a voice that amplified teaching, that amplified faith, that amplified the love, amplified the gifts, amplified healings, amplified great outpourings, trances, being standing like, like a statue for hours and days, right? People would file through. The presence of God would be so strong in that place that people would just fall out under his presence. And as we just learn to grow and move and flow in him, good morning to those and those that are online. Just join in and join with us because as a group, we are learning to flow in the Holy Ghost. We are learning to just, just grow in him, right? If we're not growing, Mm, we're going backwards, right? We there's no such thing as being standing still. That you're always pressing forward, right? The Apostle Paul says, I press towards the mark to the prize, the high calling of God. God has got callings and giftings for us to walk in. And when we press into him, it like oozes out of us like toothpaste out of a tube, Right? When you get so full of the presence of God, no matter where you are, it will ooze out of you. It will affect the atmosphere around you, in your homes, in your workplaces. His presence, you know, um, Finney, when he play, prayed, and, and, when, and Wigglesworth and them, they, they, had, they had people that went before them and saturated that area in prayer. Now, Miss Marnie mentioned about the men's breakfast and the ladies' prayer, and on Friday morning prayers, we've been having awesome moments in God. Like revival, the Azusa Street revival uh, stemmed out of just a handful of people that were so hungry for God that for three weeks in a row, they just met and prayed. They just met and prayed. They just met and worshiped. They just met and read scripture. They just met and sat in his presence. They were just awed in him. If you're not awed in God... Ooh, come on, God is awesome. God is the greatest one that we could ever have our eyes fixed on. And so when they just began to pray and they began to just seek his presence because they were hungry, they knew that God wanted to do something in that area. Not necessarily through them, right? But they wanted God to do something in the area. And that's why we've been having community prayer in the, in the midst of our services, praying for our communities, praying for where we can be most effective, praying that God's presence, come on, Marie Woodworth Adder, when she stood to give the word of God, the power and the anointing of God fell a hundred miles around in the area. People fell out in the barns. They fell out in their kitchens. They fell out in the fields. They fell out and they just prayed and groaned, Lord, Lord, we want more more of you. Lord, we want more of you. I'm not satisfied for just a little drop, drop, mercy drops. No, I want the gusher. I want the gusher. I want to stand in his presence where the glory pours out. 
right? From the moment that we were born again, we sat front row with the skew wherever we were at. And God has always been faithful through the years, no matter where we went. We would be sitting at the back and they would bring us to the forward. But, but because we want God, I like being in the spitting section. <laughs> right? If that little drop of that anointing would just like put me whoo, over the top, that's, whoo, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. And so that's okay. That's okay. Ah, yearn for him. Want him above all else. Love him above all else. Above, above all the things of this earth. Colossians says to set your mind, your affections, your desires on things above, not on things on this earth. Earth happens around us. Life happens. But what you really want to be full of is what you intentionally put in. And that was my word that the Holy Spirit gave me for the year, was to be intentional. Be intentional about studying. I love to pray, I love to sing, I love to dance, I love to walk, I love to do all that. But it, it's, it's more discipline for me to have to sit and study. I love to study, I love to read, but I don't like to sit down. <laughs> right? And so God is teaching me to learn to be quiet and still in his presence and to allow his word to build foundations in my life, to allow the word to build truth right? Because there's times when the storms of life will come, and it's what we're anchored into that will hold us through the storm. And, and I, um, my son from out west, Jonathan, sent me there a number of months ago uh, a story of, a, of a, a woman. She was in 22. It was uh, in 250 Carthage, you know, after Christ, very, very, one of the oldest writings and like a diary logging that they've ever been able to retrieve. And her name was Saint Perpetua, if I'm saying that properly. And, and she, was, she was accosted and taken into prison because of her life and faith, because of her love for Christ. It's the only reason that she was arrested and, and taken into prison. And she had just given birth to a young baby. Her baby was in prison with her. She met another young lady, Felicity was her name, and she was great with child at that time, throwing into prison for her faith. And, and there was a, a group of them, it was a group of men and these two ladies, and, and they were all being brought, um, this was in Africa, and they were being brought into the big Colosseum, and, and they released on them um, wild beasts, boars, uh, men with weapons, and eventually they gave up their lives. All because they loved God. Wow. And like, I mean, and she writes in her diary of, of praying, especially the Felicity, the one that was expecting, and she wanted to be able to give the Lord great honor to die with these men and other women in the faith that has such a zeal for God she thought it would be a great honor to die with them. But at that time, they would, it was against the law or forbidden to, to um, murder, crucify, kill in the Colosseum a pregnant woman. So they prayed. Huh? So imagine that. Yeah, yeah. And then, so they prayed just days before, um, just within hours before the time of their, of their mass slaughter, she gave birth to a baby. 
and, and, she, and the baby was adopted and given to her family right there in prison, and the baby was saved. But she thought it was a great honor for her life to be laid down for the Lord and, and to, to die a martyr's death. And we don't hear a lot about that in this generation. In other parts of the world, there's people that are standing for their faith. They are being persecuted for their faith. They are living and, and trying to grow in their faith. And our faith means our trust, our confidence, being firmly persuaded on what God has told us to do. So if anyone, you know, looked at our lives without us saying a word, would they be able to tell that we were born again, Christ bearers, the anointing of God living in us? Is there enough conviction in our life that people would see that? And so this morning, I don't know, Moments in time is what I wanted to talk about. Come on, remember Esther and Mordecai, her uncle that said, for such a time as this, right? God has brought us, we live in this generation for a reason. We live here at this time for a reason. You are a voice piece. You are a Bible example of God living in this generation. And as we are not taken away and distracted from all the things in life, right? Things in life, it happens. But there's so many distractions in this generation with the technology that we have and the media that we have and everything. Newspapers, magazines, books, iPods, uh, like, I mean, podcasts, everything. It's wonderful that we have access to those, but many of them can be a distraction to what we just experienced this morning. And when we find our closet, and when we find our secret place, we begin to yearn, and we begin to long for more, more of your presence, Lord. Like his fullness, yes, dwells within us, but there's got to be a want to in us. And every time that we come before God, um, when we are petitioning and desiring and longing for him, uh, Romans 8, 26, you know, the Holy Spirit will bear us up. The Holy Spirit will help us. He comes to our aid, bears us up in our weaknesses, right? Our weaknesses, our shortcomings, our missing the mark. Holy Spirit will, will work with us, will work with us. The Spirit himself, God himself, Holy Trinity, Holy Spirit lives within you. He pleads in our behalf. Have you ever gone in? I'm just, I'm assuming everyone is as hungry as I am. Come on. Everyone's as hungry as I am. And you get into his presence, you begin to just groan from the depths of your heart. You begin to see other people's lives and you see where they're being deceived or they're being led astray or they're being a stumbling block has placed before them a rock of offense, right? Sometimes we can become offended at how people or God works in our lives, right? John the Baptist and Jesus, John the Baptist was like six months, three months older, six months older than Jesus. He was his cousin, right? John the Baptist was sent ahead of time. He was sent ahead of time to proclaim the way, to proclaim the word of the Lord. But at the end of his life, John the Baptist stood up for what he believed. 
he stood up and he corrected um, Herodias, Herod at that time, because he had taken his brother's wife. And he kept correcting him and saying, you can't live in immorality. You cannot live. God has a standard and God has a way of living. And when you search out the scriptures, you find the steps that you should order your life on. And when, when society and when government strays from that, we come into error, we come into deception, we come into darkness. But Jesus said to John at that time when he was put in prison, uh, John's disciples came to Jesus and said, John is asking, are you really the one? Am I laying down my life for the right person, right? Am I really laying down my life for the right person? And Jesus said to him, don't be offended by what you are going through. God takes us through places that we may not have thought we would go. But Holy Spirit bears us up in our weaknesses. He allows us to plead, not only in our behalf, but in the behalf of others. He allows us to yearn and desire the greatest flow, the greatest outcome, the greatest example of your life to come out of you, to ooze out of you. He, the Holy Spirit works with you. And Jesus said to him, do you not see the lame walk? The deaf ears open, the eyes, blind eyes to see. Do you not see my hand being poured out? That he taught and he preached the word of God, but he was an example. His life was an example to follow. And so he said to John the Baptist, don't be offended at me. Don't be offended because things don't come the way you've planned them. Let me plan them out. And so the next part is, and he searches our hearts. He knows what's in our hearts. He knows the thoughts and the intents of our hearts, and he knows that we are so, so hungry for him. He knows that in the midnight watches, the night watches, when we are finally calm, laying in bed resting, when we are finally calm, we can listen and hear his voice. When we move away from all the distractions and all the noise and and quiet our hearts and our minds, we hear him. Right, Psalms 46 says to be still and know that I'm God. Be still, quiet, take times to listen to him. Move away and take moments in life. Lock the bathroom door. Go on a long walk. Do whatever you need. Get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, pray for an hour and roll back into bed. Right, whatever it takes to yearn for him. Whatever it takes, because this is building, building, building. It's building blocks. He's building. He's building an atmosphere in here. He's building something into your life that will strengthen you to overcome all the works of the enemy. Right? He's given you the victory. I see the victory. I see where we need to be. I see what God has planned. And I see and I want it, I want it, I want it. Right? But I don't want it just for me. I want it all for you. I want you to want it. And so we're casting vision into you this morning. God wants you with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all that is within him to love him, to make a committed decision for him, 
to walk no matter what the cost and not be offended with the way he works in your life. Not because it's not the path I chose, it's not my five-year goal, <laughs> it, it's not my 10-year goal. Things happen in life, but God has got a path and he has connections. He has connections. People, he will put people in your path with, with provision that you need and with fellowship that you need. John's disciples and Jesus' disciples at the end work together. Just because people that you know aren't in this church, they may worship at another place. It does not mean that we cannot flow together in unity. Because as unity and one accord came in the, in the book of Acts at the day of Pentecost, when they were in one accord, when they were in one accord, what happened? The Holy Spirit fell. The Holy Spirit came upon them. The Holy, they'd never experienced anything like this before. This next time and season that we're walking into, that we are in right now, may not be like anything you've ever read in a book, anything that you have ever seen or heard before. God wants you to be so used to listening to him that we will be like a symphony, like an orchestra. The bass starts here, the other starts here, the cymbals start here. You know what I mean? I love going to the theater or the orchestra, and I don't really care about what's going on stage. I want to see the orchestra. I want to see how everyone is playing their part. He says every joint supplies. Everybody has a voice, and I don't care if it's off tune. You have a voice. You have a part to play in this outpouring of God. Whether it's in your secret place, whether it's on the pulpit, whether it's in the choir, whether it's in the whatever part, whatever you can put your hand to do, do. As your day is, so shall your strength be. He will equip you with the strength to be and to do all that he's asked you to do. When you come to the end and you are weak in yourself, he bears you up. He lifts you up. Amen. When you search him and search diligently for him with all your heart, he will be found in you and you will be found in him. Yeah. It's together. It's a working together with him. A working, a working. I just like pictures of big gears, right? Little gears. But it's a working. We watched a, a movie with the kids on, on Friday night, Enola Holmes. She's a detective. But in one part of the movie, um, with her mother when she was a little girl, remember that game Mousetrap and whatever? You set everything all up, you drop the little marble in, and it goes around the tube, and it goes down, and it drops, and the other one comes up, and it flings over and catches in a basket. You know what I mean? And I think God moves like that. I think God moves like that. Sometimes we may not know what he's prepared for us, but you got to believe that when you pray and believe him to answer, the ball drops. My faith is in you, Lord. Step off the cliff. Step into the deep, right? Step off. You may not see where your foot's going to go, but step off. It may look like a deep chasm before you, right? Step off and... All of a sudden, you're, you're stepping on a plank in the middle of this great canyon that you couldn't see before. It was a mirror image. But God has made a way for you to 
step off and believe him. When you don't have B plan, he's only the A plan. Right? Life happens to everyone. We believe God for the best and deal with the rest. Right? If we need a working together with somebody else to, to coordinate, to work together, because, Lord, you put a strength in them that I don't have. We need to work together, and God will make a way. God has got a time, a moment in time, that we're standing in that he's got a reason for it. Okay? Amen, amen. He wants to teach us how to flow and hear him. He wants us to make room for him in our lives. He has a revival for our generation, the Holy Spirit that will equip us in what we are to do. We have to have a desire in us to want his presence more than anything else. We are looking, he's looking for a response from us when we are praying for him to move in an area. Now your faith is released and now there's an action for you to step out and do. He wants you to respond to him. Not just uh, falling on what they call deaf ears, right? Right? It's not just hearing, but it's a doing. It's a doing. It's a working together. It's a gear system. The wheel within the wheel. Come on, Ezekiel. The, uh, the, the glory of the Lord, the wheel within the wheel, the working of his spirit, right? We need, he wants a response from us. He wants a working from us. Amen? I don't know where I am. It's a new season, and it's a new season that we're walking into. Like I said, it's not one that we've never been in before. It's a new season, and we need to sow into our season. If you're preparing for a baby, you prepare the room. If you're preparing for a harvest, you you grease up the tractor. You hitch up the wagon. If you're preparing for um, healing in your body, you, you put the, sow the word into your heart to such an extent that it squeezes out of you. Amen. That when pain hits you, what comes out of you is, no, no, I don't believe you, you lying devil. I don't believe you, you lying symptoms. Because the truth is, what God has said, and he has said, by my stripes you are healed. You were healed because I did this for you. 2,000 years ago. And when the enemy comes against you and bombards your mind and says, look here, look here, he feel this, feel this, taste this, taste this. It's real, it's real. It might be a fact, but it's not the truth. And the truth always supersedes the facts. And so it's, it's, he's preparing us to be tenacious, to be like that bulldog watching over that bone. That's my inheritance. That's mine. That's mine. Jesus was martyred. Jesus was crucified and killed for me. He gave up his life for me, for me to have this. So I am going to have it. Are you tenacious enough to have it? To, to, to do whatever it takes? Miss a couple of meals so that you can hear the answer? to shut down the noise of your body? Come on, you are spirit, soul, and body. 
Our bodies cannot rule us. Our bodies cannot say, I need more sleep. Our spirit says, rise and pray. Our, our, our soul cannot say, but they, they hurt me, they hurt me, they hurt me. They didn't, they didn't, they should have, they should have, they said. My spirit says, I am in Christ, and all other is lost because of that. I, it does not bother me. It's water off a duck's back. I pray for them. You will never, ever be able to please everybody. You will never, ever have enough programs. You will never, ever have the right time of day. You will never have served the right food. You will never call them enough. Everybody has reasons, but we just need to do our part. When everyone does their part, the symphony plays. The symphony plays. And God is wanting to pour out in this place, in this area, in this world, the glory. He, and his glory is not to be um, meshed in with a mixture. His glory is separate and holy. And when we have mixture in our lives and mixture in our faith, when we have plan B and C and D and not A, we have mixture. And God wants holy and pure, separated. We live in this world, but we are not part of it. He wants us separated to live and walk for him. Amen? Yeah. Amen. So prayer, prayer, something when we were praying on Friday, I thought it was so good. Mitch saw uh, in his heart and his spirit, he saw uh, people with fire sitting upon them, with fire sitting upon them. And, he, and as he saw, there was more and more and more fire sitting upon them. Is that correct? Am I saying it, what you saw? And a bright light. And a bright light began to shine forth out of them. And that's our call and that's our prayer for this time and this season. That we would, our lamps would be turned up on bright. Right? Lights have dimmer switches. We just don't want dim. <laughs> I don't want dim. I can't, can't see in the room. No, turn it up. Turn up, turn up the flame. Turn it up. Let, let, let your light so shine before men, right? And it was that bright expression, that light shining forth out of us that marks us for this world. Marks us, marks us. We are living examples, examples unto others for him, for him. And so what the Lord said to me was, get excited. It only takes one flame to start a fire. We've seen that through the BC fires, through the fires in California. Only one spark, right, can light a whole forest fire. Acres and acres, hectares on fire that they're dropping down out of helicopters, bombs and bags of water to try to eliminate the fire. But as the enemy drops bombs of water to douse our fire, we still burn right? We still burn for him. One flame, one spark will start a whole fire. That's who you are. You are sparks today. You are sparks to burn for him. You are sparks to just live for him, to shine forth for him, to get excited about him, right? When you're excited, amen. You live for him. You'll do whatever it takes. Stand to your feet. We're going to get excited for him this morning. 
We're excited for you, Lord. We're excited how you're moving in our lives. We're excited on for you. Oh, we thank you for the workings, the workings, the workings of your spirit drawing us. Oh, drawing us into you, into you, into you. Drawing us into your presence. Oh, we're just so hungry for you, oh Lord. We're hungry for you, Lord. We're hungry for you, Lord. We're hungry for you, Lord. We're hungry, we're hungry. We're hungry for you, Lord. Oh God. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, ignite our hearts. Ignite us and set us on fire for you. Oh, an unquenchable thirst for you. Oh, an unquenchable thirst for you. Lord, Lord, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Oh, your presence. Your presence. Your presence, Lord. Oh, it produces a path before us, Lord. Your presence, Lord, is all I want. Your presence, Lord, is all I need. It's in your presence, Lord, your presence that I seek. For it's in your presence, Lord, is where we meet. Oh, we meet in your presence, Lord. We meet with you. We meet in your presence, Lord. In your presence, Lord. It's in your presence, Lord. Yes, Lord, your presence. Mm. And if you've come to a water that you've never been familiar with, <laughs> we encourage you to wade on in. Don't just stick your toe in the water and stand by the roadside. Don't just paddle your feet and where you can see bottom. Don't just, we want you to launch out. Launch out, launch out, launch out. Wade into the deep. Mm, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We can't sit on the fence any longer. We can't sit and run two lives, two identities. We have to just be whole. It brings confusion to your heart and mind. Be fully committed. Be fully in, be fully in. Be fully in in your decisions. Be fully in, but what if I fail? Who cares? Get up and go again. <laughs> what if my business fails if I do that? 
Well, start another one. <laughs> you know, wade in, wade into the deep of his presence. Oh, we wait on you. We wait on you. We wait on you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we wait on you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, I express my heart to you, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Holy Spirit's working in lives this day. He's working in those that are yearning and desiring for him. He's work wanting to outpour himself into your life, into a greater dimension, into a greater fullness, into a greater expression of him. And if you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to receive the Holy Spirit and welcome him into your life. Ask him to fill you. Ask Holy Spirit to fill your life, to fill your life to come upon your life and fill your life, fill you up, fill you up, fill you up. Holy Spirit will come in as we ask him. He's a gentleman. He'll only come where he's asked to come in. So Lord, we let it rise in our hearts. Lord, we ask for you, Holy Spirit, fill us, fill us, fill us overflowing, 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 overflowing overflowing with tongues and expressions tongues and expressions oh the baptize you with fire tongues and expressions oh release 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 tongues and expressions oh Konama, 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 korabotye. Halyal, yanal, yanal, yanal. Horabo, shotyodobo. Shotabo, koshotobo. Koshotobo, kochoto. Tongues and expressions. Tongues and expressions. Oh, shotyachetia. Heketia, katia, katia. Oh, tongues and expressions. A release. A release from his heart to his mouth to you. Oh, tongues and expressions. Expressions. Expressions for you. Tongues, tongues and expressions. Oh. <coughs> a stirring up. A stirring up. A stirring up of the deposit. A stirring up of the graces. 
a stirring shot to belly, not Oh, a stirring, a stirring up, a stirring up, a stirring up, a feeling, a feeling, a feeling, a feeling, a desire should abode, yea. A desire, a desire, a desire has been there. A desire, a desire, a desire. Oh, but how do I do it? How do I do it? It's not by you, it's not by you, it's only just by me. Oh, shadaboko chelyada, etchetetia, express, express, say what he's putting in your heart. Shadaboko chelyada, da 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 da, kerebeshe chelyada, da da. Oh, an ocean, a feeling, a feeling, hoko. Keep going, Katie. Say it out. Say it out. You guys want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? You want the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? You want him to fill your life and to overflow? Just lift your hand to him. He'll overflow in you. He'll fill you. He'll fill your vessel. He'll fill you. Oh, tongues and utterances and expressions. Oh, expressions of his love, of his love. Oh, stir, stir, stir within his heart Lord stir within him the manifestation of your goodness stir with him in tongues of edification utterances 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 that it would flow out of his heart flow out flow out of his heart flow from his spirit flow from his spirit as he longs for and desires for you Lord fill 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 in Jesus name for Jesus name a filling a filling a filling a filling a filling do you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? So, Father, we just ask, Lord, Holy Ghost, come upon his heart. Come upon his life, the anointing, the anointing, the anointing, the quickening, the quickening. Who could he wear with a debt? Yeah, it a big ha ha ha, said Jetta. He chatted a beck, a chatter, a beck, a chatter. Oh, so dobotoho. Oh, so dobotete. It's going to come out of you in laughter. You get in your car, you go for a drive, you raise your hands, and you think of this moment, and the Holy Spirit is there. He's there to meet you, and it's going to come out of you in laughter and it'll come out with joy, and it'll come out with tongues. Just say whatever sound it is you hear. You're gonna be by yourself. I know you don't like this in front of people, but you're gonna be by yourself, and it'll come out. It'll come out, and it'll come out with joy. It'll, it'll come out, and it'll fill your car. It'll fill your room, wherever you at. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, 
Baptism of fire. That's what John the Baptist said. Oh, he came with a, a message of repentance and turning, a turning, a turning so that we may come up higher, higher in our lives to live for the Lord, a turning to come away and come up higher, higher into the things of God. Oh, shut up it, Oh, we turn to you, Lord, with all our hearts, with all our minds, with all our strength. Lord, it's your presence, your presence, Lord, your presence, Lord, it's your presence, Lord. Oh, take a deep breath and breathe it in. It's like fresh mountain air, because <laughs> it's high air, it's high air, it's fresh. Mm, mountain air, his breath fills our lungs, fills our lungs with wholeness, fills our lungs and our breath and our expression. his presence. Practice it in your homes and in your cars and in your walks. Practice listening. Practice expressing. Practice his presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will get to the place Yes, Lord. Just, it's so natural for you because you live in that heavenly realm. You're Is it turned off? And then you just, when it's time okay. to go, just step over. Amen. Thank you. Glory. Uh, we are seated in heavenly places. We can live in heavenly places. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Our word care team is going to be up here shortly if you need prayer to minister to or um, you know they'll, they'll be more than pleased to do that with you for you amen amen and it's now offering time glory well the word says that Paul planted Apollos watered and God gave the increase well so what we're going to do is we're going to sow seed today and that's the planning and then we're going to water it with this confession and the confession is this is my seed. I sow it into the kingdom of God. Seed, do what you do best, grow. I, I sow you to spread the gospel. I sow you to strengthen believers. I sow you to go where I cannot. I sow you to grow, multiply, and return in great supply. Harvest, I receive you. Lack, I resist you. His supply is sufficient. I walk in abundance of grace. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Oh, it is a glorious day to be in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Well, we never close. We just carry on. Amen.